It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, we are at the halfway point of the 2022 NFL season, so we thought it'd be time for some midseason awards, offensive and defensive MVP, comeback player of the year, the unsung heroes, all that and more on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Eagles. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before because Bet Online is where the game starts. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. You can find the podcast Monday through Friday on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter and don't follow the parody accounts that maybe will eventually take over. Follow us on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at GC24 underscore football, and at DBLCLOE. Gino, we got midseason awards today. The Eagles 8-0, got a Monday night matchup against Washington. And um, the awards, I feel like there are a lot to give out. And um, there's just been so many positives this year. I mean, you look at Pro Football Focus's Twitter account the last few months, it's really just been an Eagles fan account. So there's been a lot of amazing stats for all these players and some top-tier performances. So we're going to give out a ton of awards. This part of the year in football is always pretty crazy to me because we get here and we say, how is it already halfway through the season? Right. And how is there only half a season remaining when there's so much left to be solved? Do we even really know who? This is a long buildup. Yeah, yeah. We don't know who the contenders are yet. We don't know who's really going to be in the mix of it outside of those top three teams. I mean, really, with Buffalo, they're they're tied with wins in their division right now with Miami and the Jets. Kansas City, the same type of thing out west. Their team's biting at their heels. They're biting at the Eagles' heels in the NFC East. We don't know what is to be concluded in this NFL season, but what I do know, Lou is that a lot of those things that we were hoping for, man, yep. that hope has come to fruition in terms of guys that have overexceeded expectations, players that have come in through free agency, via trade, via the right. draft, the ways that they have acquired talent and really improved this roster to where we're not just handing out paper plate awards, where we're handing out awards that could potentially be handed out to these players at the end of the year, talk about Jalen right. Hurts and the MVP discussion. You talk about guys and the comeback player of the year. I mean, if A.J. Brown has, what, 1,500, 1,600 yards, could he be in consideration with that injury? That Gino had? Smith I don't know what the exist, threshold is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you yeah, move the quarterback sure. position. And, Gino, that's what I want to start with, with MVPs, because on offense, I want to take away Jalen Hurts, because it's obvious, as you mentioned, Easy. Jalen Hurts is a top-tier MVP candidate. 
Bet Online has him with the second best odds behind Patrick Mahomes right now. Yesterday, though, he actually was number one with Bet Online Sportsbook. So he's atop the actual MVP voting. And I imagine he's going to be top three as the season progresses with him, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and then, you know, you could throw in Lamar Jackson in there too if you want. So when we when it comes to like the Eagles offensive MVP, we're going to do this removing Jalen Hurts. To me, and I don't know if, if you have a different um, choice here, but I think it's got to be A.J. Brown, right? Or do you have somebody different? It, that's the easy choice. I yeah. think it, you want to go into what we call at the school where I coach, we call our offensive linemen rhinos because they have the biggest hearts, right? Jason yeah. Kelsey, man, this guy is the most, I mean, selfless player True. So if you if you looked at what they put out in the Eagles unscripted in that game where he gets hurt and he comes back and after the game, Coach Seriani said, "I've I don't really give out game balls, but I gave out two today. I gave out one to Jeffrey Lurie. I forgot the exact reason why. Uh, I think because he made the organization so good and like a good environment to work. But then he's like number two is the Jason Kelsey for how much of a warrior this guy is. I think that's yeah. the unsung." hero when it comes to the offense but if you're talking true mvp i think outside of jalen it's aj i think you could put dallas goddard in that discussion as well and even miles sanders there's a lot of guys be that next guy up after aj brown if you look at how excellent that these all three of them have been for and we've just mentioned before on this show the impact A.J. Brown's had, not only on Jalen Hurts and his development inside the pocket, um, but just overall freeing things up for everybody else. I mean, the impact he's made on third down, across the middle of the field, deep down the field. I mean, he's the top-graded receiver this year on passes 10-plus yards downfield. He leads the NFL in contested catches 20-plus yards downfield with five. I mean, you look at he might break Mike Quick's single season record for yards in a season by an Eagle. At That was uh, 1,409. He's on pace to break that. I mean, to me, if you remove Jalen Hurts, and I think Jason Kelsey's a great choice too. He's actually who I said was MVP in 2021. I think, though, A.J. Brown would be my choice too. I just This might go down. You remove the Carson Wentz trades, right? Because the first one helped you win a Super Bowl. The second one to get rid of him helped you kickstart this era. Remove any like quarterback trades in Eagles history. This trade for AJ Brown is going to go down as one of the best of all time. Of all time, and yeah. I mean, would you have even said that two first round picks would have been worth it at, at oh, this yes. point? Yes, for what I would have gave done. up. I would have gave up both. As much as I love Jordan Davis, I, I would have gave it up. Yeah. I absolutely would have given up two first round because it helped turn your quarterback into an MVP. That's worth five first round picks. And look at the situation that Tennessee is in right now. They don't have yeah. anybody that can catch the football. Brown Same is more receiving thing. yards than all of them combined. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing with Green Bay and Devontae Adams. I don't yeah. know when teams are going to learn that you should probably just pay. Very, very good wide receivers. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Unless you, you have know, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right. That's, yes. That's, that's the, the only, only caveat. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think you, we, we mentioned the other two obvious ones. Jason Kelsey and AJ mm-hmm. Brown would be your other most valuable players on this side of the football. But you mentioned there's just been so many key contributors. It totally is a team effort. On the defensive side, I think this one's even tougher, Gino, but I went with Darius Slay. Because teams are not like, yes, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has more interceptions. James Bradbury's making more plays on the ball. Hassan Reddick's been flashier with sacks. Javon Hargrave, too. But Darius Slay, like teams are not even throwing 
his way anymore. I don't know what's more valuable to a team than a player literally cutting the field in half for an offense. Like he is erasing, he has the number one grade according to PFF in single coverage of all corners. He's allowing also the lowest passer rating of all corners at 36.2. Since week six, he's only allowed 15 yards and a 10.7 passer rating. I mean, what Darius Slagino has done in 2021 and 2022, I think can only be rivaled by what Asante Samuel did in 2009 and 2010 when he had 16 combined picks. What he's doing is unseen, at least in my lifetime, watching the Eagles. I think that that is the one way that you have to look at this question is who is the one person that is taking away the most from an opposing offense. Yeah, why do you think yeah, they're throwing have... at Bradbury and CGJ? Because exactly. they they don't want to target Slay. And you look at the defensive line, I think teams, they kind of understand what they get out of each of the linemen and they can kind of counteract what they don't do so well. But Slay yeah. doesn't do anything bad. He does everything to an elite level. And when you're talking about football, it's the idea of spatial Darwinism. On offense, who can open up the field for me, i.e. A.J. Brown? On defense, who can make the field as little as possible for the opposing offense? Yeah. That is Darius Slay. He makes you not want to throw in the vicinity of this guy on a complete half of the side of the field because he will not allow completions. He will take the ball away. He's exceptional coming down, defending the run. He is on the wrong side of 30 and he's just getting better. That that doesn't happen with cornerbacks. I mean, usually they get to this point in this career, their career and they have to change to a zone cover corner and somebody who yeah, based more on recognizing the offense and, this guy's still playing man coverage on even the shiftiest of wide receivers and keeping up stride for stride, even outstriding some of these top level wide receivers, man. It's an easy pick yeah. for me. I know there are a lot of great players on the defense, but you're right. This, this is too easy of a pick for it yeah. not to be slay. We've got some other awards, Gino, coming up next, including Comeback Player of the Year, Unsung Heroes on both sides of the football, all that and more. This is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Before we do that, this episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by our friends over at Simply Safe. If you want somebody to play exceptional defense on your home, like Darius Slay does on the football field, well, we have a provider for you this is simply safe did you know that over the holidays property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally that's why our friends over at simply safe home security are offering 50 percent off their award-winning security system so that families can feel safe and secure this holiday season like when you're throwing at the field side against Darius Slay, you know it's going to be locked down. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind during the holiday season. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology, which is trademarked exclusively from Simply Safe, to capture the critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so that police can add you to their priority list. Don't miss out on your chance to save. Go to simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. 
being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, make sure your second listen today is the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insight only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. It's time for midseason awards. Gino and I handed out some MVPs to, of course, non quarterback MVP so remove Jalen Hurts from this equation offensively Gino said Jason Kelsey we both agreed as well though on AJ Brown on defense Darius Slay is literally taking away an entire side of the field and normally it's been the right side where quarterbacks tend to prefer throwing to that area he's taken out Justin Jefferson look you could say TJ Edwards and the impact he's made and um, Hassan Riddick, James Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. There have been so many players that have dominated this year, and that's why you're undefeated. But uh, Darius Slay, I think we agreed, is the defensive MVP. But as I mentioned, Gino, there are a lot of players that have contributed this year. And I want to talk about some unsung heroes. And let's start on the offensive side of the football. Who's a guy that's been maybe doing the dirty work and can being so consistent, but you know, isn't getting the headlines somebody like, you know, A.J. Brown is or uh, Jalen Hurts. Landon Dickerson, Landon Dickerson. I had the same one. Landon yeah, Dickerson. I love it's it. It's too easy to sit here and say, oh, yeah, that guy we use a second-round pick on to fill in for a guy who was like a perennial Hall of Famer in Brandon Brooks who had to change sides of the football because Isaac Sayamalu was originally a left guard who got hurt and after coming off of multiple injuries just steps in and is one of the best guards in football. All these people had all these question marks. Oh, can he even stay on the field? Yada, yada, yada. People hated the pick when the Eagles did it. They said, why, I was one of why, them, yeah. why draft interior offensive linemen? Well, guess what, folks? Do you think Miles Sanders has as good of a season as he has running the ball if Landon Dickerson isn't on the field? Do you think Jalen Hurts is able to stand in the pocket and be as versatile as he is without Landon Dickerson on the field? Just turn on the tape and see what Jason Kelsey does and realize that they can do that with Landon Dickerson as well and the creativity that they are able to to use on the interior with Isaac Sayamalu, Landon Dickerson, and Jason Kelsey, how they were able to take those three and just give defenses so many different looks when yeah. running the football. Landon Dickerson, he's not Jason Kelsey, he's not Jordan Mailata, he's not Lane Johnson, but he might be the best respective player at his position on this team that gets talked about the least because sure. he is doing it at a very good to an elite level currently. 
you could say that about a lot of offensive linemen. Even Isaac Sayamalu at right guard has rarely given up any pressure mm-hmm. this year. And he's coming off a Liz Frank injury, which is tough to come back from for any player. He was switching positions and guards already don't get a lot of love. So I'm with you. I wrote down Landon Dickerson as well. Um, Isaac Sayamalu too. Dickerson just, you know, one of the best run defenders, run blockers in the entire league. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm eating crow on that one too, Gino. I mean, the Eagles have made some moves the past few years. I'm like, hate that too. I wanted Asante Samuel Jr. at the time or Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa or heck even Tyson Campbell. And while those are all good players too, it's hard to pick, you know, a top-tier safety over an elite offensive lineman. And that's what the Eagles have always prioritized. On the defensive side of the football I feel like we're going to agree on this one, too. I, I think it's safety Marcus Epps. I mean, again, kind of yep. like Darius Slay and James Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he leads the league in interceptions. He was the sexy you know, trade right before the season, the missing piece. So he's getting all the headlines, and he needs a new contract. And you know, he's loud, and he's the character guy in that backfield. It's kind of like Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod in a way. Malcolm Jenkins felt like the CGJ but meanwhile, Rodney McLeod just always so consistent as well. And I feel like that's been Marcus Epps. Gino, it feels like every week he's making a splash play against the run, and he's been rarely beaten coverage as well. And this is, by the way, against the run, not shocking what he's doing this year. Even last year, he was the second highest graded run defender among all safeties, according to PFF. So what he's been doing this year, it's just another step up. And we wondered in a increased workload when he's a full-time starter, if he could be just as good as he was last year, and he's been all that and more. I think when it comes to contract extension talks next year, Marcus Epps is one of those guys that will probably command a deal, and he'll probably get one since it won't be as expensive as some other players. And the thing with defense about having so many guys that produce is that you are going to have guys that just fall by the wayside and you kind of forget about them. And my unsung heroes are all the guys that are behind either the guy or the guys. Because if you look at it, it's Marcus Epps behind Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's been playing exceptional. Avante Maddox outside of James Bradbury and Darius Slay in the slot has been playing at another worldly level. TJ Edwards, Kaiser White is so good. We just forget that TJ Edwards is one of the best run stoppers and has been incredible in coverage this season. And then you look at Josh Sweat. We look at how good Hassan Reddick is. Robert Quinn's the new thing in town. Josh Sweat might be the best at winning when it comes to the pass rush and stopping the run. And all of these guys are either one, homegrown talent, or two, they've been acquired earlier in their career and developed into roles that have helped the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that's the one thing we could take away from this unsung hero list is that all of these guys were addressed by the front office to be brought in to maybe not be the guy, but to be a guy that fits a role. And that takes a lot as a talent evaluator. You always want to find that next guy, but Sometimes you got to find what the guy can't do and find a good complimentary piece. I don't think CGJ is is as good without Marcus Epps. I don't sure. think Slay and Bradbury are as good without Avante Maddox being there. I don't think Hassan Reddick is able to do what he does where he's just free-flowing, getting after the QB if Josh Sweat isn't there. Same with Kaiser White and TJ Edwards. I think the defense, when it comes to complimentary play, all of these guys just seem to complement each other and play off of each other's totally agree. And weaknesses. And Marcus Epps might be the epitome of that. Just the guy that did enough good things to where the yeah. guys that couldn't do those things well enough 
are no longer on the roster, i.e. Ryan sure. Cloud, i.e. Anthony Harris. And shout out to to Marcus Epps. He might never get get enough talk for how good he yeah. has been. I mean, especially outside of Philly, he's not getting that talk. That's for sure. I like that you mentioned Josh Sweat, too. Only two and a half sacks this year so far. But, Gino, heading into that game against Houston, among all defensive ends and outside linebackers that consistently rush the quarterback, he was fifth in pass rush win rate. Hassan Reddick was sixth, so he, he was even ahead of Reddick. Josh mm-hmm. Sweat always, I feel like, and you've mentioned this a lot before, he's kind of like the Lane Johnson of the defense where just always great, but just mm-hmm. – and, and we always recognize that he's good. You know, we, we it's never like unfair criticism, but – you know, he kind of goes under the radar for sure. So, yeah, that was a good one to mention as well. We got some more awards coming up next. Comeback Player of the Year, um, the bummer of the year so far, maybe the bust, the if you will. Um, and we'll get into all that and more right here on Lockdown Eagles. But first, today's Lockdown Eagles is sponsored by Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, have a milestone to celebrate, or want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone but still having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available on the phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free. Discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use the promo code LOCKDOWN to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more with jewelry. Save every penny you can get. That's BlueNile.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. This is your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked On Eagles. And we've got midseason awards today. MVPs, A.J. Brown, Jason Kelsey, Darius Slay, Unsung Heroes, Landon Dickerson, Marcus Epps, Josh Sweat, you name it, handing out a lot of awards. Uh, Gino, when it comes to comeback player of the year, I felt like, and I thought of a couple of people, I felt like even almost Miles Sanders could work because he was injured was last gonna, year. You've been, it, you've oh, been in I my brain it? today. Hold on, yeah, I, I won't talk about Sanders page. then. But I then Brandon Graham instantly came to my mind. I'm like, wait, I've got to mm-hmm. give it to BG. I talked about him on Monday, stock up, stock down. This guy's 34 coming off a torn Achilles. The Eagles prioritized adding youth here to this position with Hassan Riddick. They gave Josh Sweat a contract extension last year. They trade for Robert Quinn. And yet Brandon Graham just keeps putting his head down and just producing, producing, excuse me. He's been one of the most efficient pass rushers the entire NFL this year. 
PFF actually has him as the fourth highest graded edge rusher this year. I mean, BG, even next year, if it comes down to like keeping him or Quinn, I don't know. I think you just keep running it back with, there's some players that, you know, you've mentioned this before on the show, you'd rather get out of their contract too early than too late. But there's some players, especially at certain positions, linemen, for instance, that I'll just let keep playing until, especially if they're accepting cheaper deals, until they just can't do it anymore. It's kind of why mm. it was sad at the end with Jason Peters, but you got a lot out of Jason Peters even until the very end. And that's kind of how I feel with Brandon Graham, man. He's just continues to be a versatile piece that I don't think anybody should wear number 55 again after this. Oh, no. If you're talking yeah. about Eagles, that number should be in the the ring of fame or the yeah. ring of honor. He is number one, number 55 on the field, number one in every yeah. single person's heart. What he means to the team on the field, what he means to the team off the field. I think the, the biggest comeback for him is just his energy and spirit back in that right. building, man. I mean, every time I watch a clip of Brandon Graham, I have to smile. He is a guy that if you want to talk about not just comeback in, in a single season, but comeback from a guy who was written in it absurd in just obscurity. He was a yeah. nobody for four years, and they're saying, oh, he's going to go to the Giants for this one-year so-and-so million-dollar deal. Well, hold up. He comes back to Philly. Doug Peterson comes here. He resurrects his career after having a disaster move moving from edge rusher to a 3-4 linebacker in Chip Kelly's scheme. Jim Schwartz puts him in a position to revitalize his career, to get to a point to win a Super Bowl, to come up on the biggest stage and make the biggest play in Philadelphia Eagles history. And then he goes down to an injury which ends careers. Achilles injuries end dudes' careers. They don't come back, and they sure as heck don't look as refreshed and have yeah. as positive of a mental state as Brandon Graham has had. If you want to just figure out how to win life, how to win each and every day, approach it like Brandon Graham, and you could be a comeback player in anything that you do. Yeah. If it's just wanting to figure out how to, to ride a bike or just learn a new skill, approach it like Brandon Graham. He is the epitome of a leader of Philadelphia. Man, you talk about retire his jersey. I want to see a Brandon Graham statue with that smile ear to ear outside Lincoln Financial I'm Field. It would be brilliant, man. Or hitting and, Tom Brady would be a nice. Uh, that would be a great yeah, one, too. Statue. And I, I know we got stuck on uh, BG for a second, but I think we have to give a shout out to Miles and I'm Isaac with you. Sayamalu as well. Isaac Sayamalu, yeah. what he has done, talk about an underappreciated player. He was playing left guard. He played in rotational snaps with Chance Warmack for a little bit. He played every single position at Oregon State. He's a Super Bowl champion, and he, he loses a season to a Liz Frank and then has to replace Brandon Brooks, who was the best player at his job in the NFL, and does a freaking fantastic job at it. And all of these guys we talked about on the line have allowed – Miles Sanders to flourish and be a confident player, somebody yeah. that he trusts those guys in front of them. I think Miles is a really good example of putting players in a position to where they can be themselves. Because when you watch Miles, you see that little bit of that swagger and that that Miles-esque edge to his game, right? That comes from playing with confidence. He's not a robot. 
And, right. and how do guys get like that? They get that swagger by being surrounded by other players that are going to make them better. Offensive linemen that are going to allow your running back to run the ball better. A quarterback who can deliver the football down to the field, that wide receivers that he trusts. Defensive line being able to get upfield without having to worry about what's happening on the back end and vice versa. This Eagles team, the MVP of MVPs of MVPs goes down to Howie Roseman and getting everything in place, being part of the Nick Sirianni hire, getting this thing back on track after Carson Wentz took a dive, getting this team in a position to where after just a few years and even a year to the day removed of when we said how bad that Raiders game was when they started 2-5, and five, to be where they are sitting here on November 9th, 2022, Lou, without Howie Roseman guiding the ship, especially now seeing teams like the Indianapolis Colts and the rest of these teams that are just meddling in mediocrity without a captain to guide this boat. We might have been the Titanic and been we'll probably one executive of the year. And we got Nick Sirianni is the favorite to win coach of the year right now, yep. according to bet online. Yeah, for sure. I'm totally with you. Um, Gino, when it comes to the, like the bust of the year, the bummer of the year, cause I don't, I don't want to call him a bust really, but I would say just Quez Watkins involvement. And we've talked about this on the show before, but only 113 yards and eight catches through eight games, just averaging one reception a game. Um, we all understand why AJ Brown is setting records as we've already talked about. Devonte Smith is as much a wide receiver one as anybody. And he's your second target. Dallas Goddard's one of the most underrated weapons in the entire NFL. We talked about Miles Sanders having a breakout year. Jalen Hurts likes to run the football. There are a lot of mouths to feed in this offense, but the fact that, you know, I, I, we knew that heading in that his role was going to be reduced, but to see it be this reduced where he's getting rarely any opportunities down the field, um, definitely a, a bummer, I would say. It's not heartbreaking because they're still making plays deep down the field. It's just normally for, on the backs of number 11. I, I totally agree, and, yeah. and I think we can look at the other side of the ball with a player who you expected that he would maybe take that next step to garner getting snaps, even though he's still getting them, and Kavon Wallace as well. I think it's two different degrees with Quez and Kavon. I think Kavon was given all the chances, and he just never lived up to it, and they went out yeah. and added more talent. And with Quez Watkins, I just think there's so many options there. It's kind of tough. It, it is difficult. I'm more so because but, I just keep betting on him in LOE. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. So I stopped I think, the last yeah. few weeks. So that's why I'm 6-0. I think <laughs> that and Kenny Gainwell's usage are definitely Yeah, that's a, a good a one too. He is and, – and just his overall production, man. It, he, his hands have been brutal this year. He just has right. not had the breakout year I thought he'd And have. the best part of his game is him running between the tackles, which if you were watching him coming Weird. out of Memphis, you would have yes, said that's not his strong I suit totally at all. I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. The, the Gainwell thing this year is very strange. Gina, before we go, uh, one more th one more award. Play play of the year so far, if you had to pick one. Ooh, Mine was Devontae Smith back-to-back -back bosses on Kendall Fuller against Washington week three. That, that first Ooh. one in double coverage was one of my favorite plays. Play of the year so far. There's a lot this of them, one, man. This one's difficult. I think going to defense, I think Darius Slay, and just every time he comes up with a big pick. It Maybe just the back-to-back -back plays on Jefferson in the back of the end zone yeah. with Minnesota. Yeah. I think that is the epitome in a team sport of if you are looking to an individualistic event, 
interceptions are a pretty good indicator of that unless they are tipped. Yeah, I mean, you got to put some context to it. But just what Slay did in that game, I think culminated in arguably what was the best performance from an Eagles player in their position. To shut down maybe the best receiver in football at the time. exactly. To counteract it. A top five weapon on the other side yeah. of football. What he did in that oh, game, yeah. I, I gotta say, is top top of the list, brother. You could have said a lot of them too. AJ Brown against Pittsburgh, all three touchdowns. I mean, there's been so many awesome moments, and hopefully, it keeps going. I think it's going to starting this Monday night against the Washington Commanders. Coming up on tomorrow's show, crossover Thursday, Gino sits down with the Lockdown Commanders host David Harrison. All that and more. We got Friday's podcast as well for you on all podcast platform on YouTube as well. And make sure, guys, after you make Locked on Eagles your first listen, you make sure Locked on Sports Today is your second listen. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. We're all available right here on the Locked on Podcast Network on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hit us up as well on Twitter at Locked on Birds, at DBLCLOE LOE, and at GC24 underscore football. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Locked on Eagles. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.